Welcome to the Food Guides Podcast, a place where sufferers of heartburn, acid reflux, and more can learn from a community of dietitians and nutrition experts. Hello, Jason, and welcome everyone to the Food Guides Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about sugary beverages. Recently on foodguides.com, one of our expert contributors wrote an article titled, Should We Give Up Sugar-Sweetened Beverages? And today we are going to highlight some key points from that article. Menus are full of hot chocolate, apple cider, and seasonal lattes in addition to sodas, diet sodas, lemonades, Powerade, or Gatorade. The list goes on and on. Sugar-sweetened beverages, or SSBs, are not only on menus, but in our homes as well. Since there are so many options available at our fingertips, it begs the question, should we give up sugar-sweetened beverages? Generally speaking, yes. We should try to cut back on sugar-sweetened beverages. An occasional soda, glass of juice, or hot chocolate is fine in moderation. Food and beverages are meant to be enjoyed. Plus, Many foods and beverages are tied to emotions and experiences, and it is important to honor that. For example, hot chocolate while looking at holiday lights, soda at your favorite restaurant, even orange juice when you feel a cold coming on. But if you are regularly drinking sweetened beverages instead of water, there are some health concerns to be aware of. Evidence from several studies has linked diets high in refined sugars to diabetes and cardiovascular disease. Sugar-sweetened beverages have been shown to increase body weight, disease mortality, and contribute to approximately 45,000 cardiovascular disease deaths per year. Unquestionable evidence from epidemiological studies show that just one to two sugar-sweetened beverages per day can increase type 2 diabetes risk by 26%, stroke risk by 16%, and coronary heart disease risk by 35%. Some additional cons to consider with consuming sugar-sweetened beverages include their contribution to dental cavities. Since the sugar in these beverages like to feed the bacteria in your mouth that causes tooth decay. Another con is that these beverages are often high in calories and can contribute to weight gain if consumed in excess. So let's talk about the dietary guidelines for Americans for a moment. The 2015 to 2020 dietary guidelines for Americans recommend that daily caloric intake from added sugars not exceed 10% of total calories. Between juice consumption and coffee orders, many Americans fill this quota by breakfast. Sugar-sweetened beverages are the leading source of added sugar in the U.S., leading to problems such as type 2 diabetes and heart disease. Should you have diet soda instead? In our opinion, no. Switching to diet is a short-term solution for cutting calories. But long-term, diet soda isn't doing anyone any favors. In fact, artificial sweeteners have been linked to increased insulin and blood glucose levels. Diet soda may also be addictive for some people and may displace other healthier beverages, such as water or dairy beverages. Not to mention, 
that diet drinks are so much sweeter that the brain is often tricked into wanting more and more sweet things. So what should we do? Here are some ideas on how to cut back on sugar-sweetened beverages. Instead of soda, try seltzer or sparkling water. You can add fresh fruit or a splash of 100% fruit juice for some added flavor. Have the fruit, not the juice. Opt for a whole orange. You'll get fiber along with the vitamin C instead of a glass of juice. Make your coffee at home so you can control what is added. If you drink soda for caffeine, try switching to tea. Green and black tea both have caffeine and can be served hot or cold. Cut back slowly. If you are used to drinking multiple sugar-sweetened beverages a day, start by eliminating one to two. Once that feels manageable, cut back some more. Find a water bottle that you like. Reusable water bottles are everywhere these days. Our team of health and nutrition experts at foodguides.com are here to support our community of GERD, acid reflux, IBS sufferers, and those following the low FODMAP lifestyle. Keep up to date with foodguides.com on our social platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at foodguideshealth. And head over to foodguides.com to join our weekly newsletter for more bite-sized information straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening to the Food Guides podcast. Please take some time to visit us at foodguides.com where you'll find articles and information along with food and product recommendations from our growing community of dietitians and nutrition experts.